0: Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Go To Their 30 Rock podcast, a weekly chronological journey through 30 Rock looking at the jokes, the references, the highs, the lows, and all of the blurbs that come with one of the best shows of the 21st century. As always, I'm your host, Curtis Stone, and joining me is... David Eman. And welcome to episode 108, season 6, episode 5, entitled Today You Are a Man, originally airing February 2nd, 2012. David, if you would please give us a quick summary slash synopsis of this episode.
1: Liz's TGS contract is up for negotiation, and to get the best she can out of it, she watches old Jack Donaghy How to Negotiate seminar tapes to get the best deal she can. Meanwhile, Jenna and Tracy have to do a favor for their accountant by appearing at their son's bar mitzvah, but after learning that he actually hates TGS, they have to improvise as Transformers. (laughs) Finally, after Kenneth finds out that no one actually noticed he was gone when after Jack fired all the pages, he changes places with a page on the Susie Orman show to make them want him back.
0: It It's, I guess I really did not watch past season five a lot of times in my rewatches of the show because I have, like I, I remember Hazel what's her Name Shows Up, I know she's like a running character through the rest of the series, and I remember the negotiation storyline, but... I really don't remember a lot of these episodes we're going through, which is good, because it's kind of like, almost like watching them for the first time, or at least definitely the second time kind of thing, but man, I did not remember much from this episode, aside from Negotiations and Hazel. Like, I completely forgot the whole bar mitzvah thing, and like, it's not that great, it's not that
1: funny. There aren't even any werewolf bar mitzvah references. I know. I feel like that could have been like a
0: background song that, yeah, um there's like some moments in here that are like, okay, but and and good character development, like we're finally getting character development for Kenneth, he's no longer just like the goof about he actually does care what these people think of him, and he's starting to realize he's not as valued as he thinks he is, so that's kind of nice, and then also some character development for Jack, and like realizing his whole MO of being like a ruthless CEO is just not fitting in for Cable Town, so he's trying to to get that character type back. And then that's about it. I mean, it's, it's, it's like a one-off episode for the most part. Um, There's just not much here, but it's not a bad episode. It's just kind of like one of those character development episodes, but also borderline filler.
1: Yeah. I thought it was decent. Uh, I mean, there's actually, Tina Fey has a lot of good moments in the negotiation plot where like, whether her outfits or her accents or whatever, like she's learning from the Jack tapes, are pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's another like Jack looks back at his legacy storyline and like you know addresses what he's unhappy about. So that's kind of we've done that a million times before. But I mean, he does have a he he does have a tour de forcing himself near the end of the negotiation <laughs> where he he acts out Jack Donaghy as himself negotiating against. Liz Le- or he- him as Liz Lemon yeah. to get her the best deal so it's like a, a, I guess it's a, a monologue because it's just him but it's like switching back and forth between the yeah. two parts.
0: No that's interest. a fun moment like, and especially like Liz is acting on that is like she just like just gives into it and she's just like watching it as like a show like she's like eating her ice cream she's just all like she doesn't know where it's gonna go kind of thing um, but yeah um, I don't know but it has Susie Orman yeah I feel like she was playing too much of a character, though. Like she wasn't really being genuine. I don't know. Like I don't really watch her, so I don't. I've I've really seen more stereotypes and impressions of her than I've actually seen the real Susie Orman. <laughs> so like, I guess I was I have a different expectation of what because yeah. like Kirsten Wiggs' impression of Susie Orman is is over the top, but like she just has like this very st- uh, way of talking. She's like I'm Susie Orman. Like she just has like these very like rapid fire. Uh, manner of speaking, whereas, like, I'm watching Susie Orman in this show, and I'm like, she's not talking like Kirsten Wigg. Why is, why is she talking like Kirsten Wig? And it's just like, well, of course she's playing a character kind of thing, but, um, I don't know, but it, it's an important part because it does feed into Kenneth's storyline. Um, but yeah, I just felt like she came off like, she's obviously she's not an actress. It's Kirsten it? I always are, is it Wig Kirsten or Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten, Kirsten, damn it. Why has it got to be so difficult, Dunst? Anyway, Kristen Wig. I just feel like they've all... What's that? I feel like I've heard it both ways, and I guess people were well, saying Well, people who it said it, Kirsten,
1: we're not saying it the right way. Kristen Wig.
0: Kristen Wig. Hmm.
1: I don't know. I mean, it definitely has... She's uh, season definitely has, like, some of her catchphrases she gets in there. Yeah. And it's kind of... I mean, actually, like, she she's sort of playing a heightened version of herself, but it's not that heightened, because, I don't know, I actually <laughs> used to watch her show some, like, way back a long time ago and I mean that was kind of the thing she did like basically it was like a call in show and like she would give financial advice so she would do that whole girlfriend you need to blah 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 you know yeah. what I mean cause like I think I, th- I think she was born out of like the Oprah verse like I think that was, I, th- I think that was her story. like I mean she, I, she's been writing financial books I think for a while but I, th- I if I'm remembering correctly I think that's what made her like become the level of famous She she didn't she has been in the last 10 to 15 years I guess 'Cause like I think she's most famous like her Can I afford it segment, which is like basically someone says, you know, like I wanna buy this or go on this vacation, like this is how much money I make and this is as much as how I have saved, can I afford it? So Yeah.
0: No, I mean I, I don't think it's a bad character or anything. I just feel like I don't know, she just it feels like she's coming up as reading rather than acting. Yeah, well I guess I mean and she she I mean but,
1: Yeah, she she's a television presenter, which I guess isn't necessarily the same thing as an actor. As we've seen, like, from cameos from It's Hit and Miss.
0: That's true. I mean, I think she's on the better uh, end of of um, guest stars, especially in the last couple of seasons, playing themselves or, or playing a role. But, um, yeah, I mean, she does. She gets her little quips and everything in. Um, but she's no longer on CNBC, is she?
1: No, I think her show's been off for a while, but she still pops up here and there. I think, like, she's it's the sort of thing where, like, if I'm not mistaken, she like she owns a private. Life. I think it's just like she, you know, so after she has so much money that she's like she's kind of moved into I don't know more leisure time or whatever. Mm. So. But she still she still has appearances here and there because I see yeah. her pop up here. I like,
0: think it. I think I akin her more to like a less aggressive Jim Cramer of like Mad was it Mad Money? Yeah, that, that's called. a
1: little bit different, I guess, though, because she's personal finance. Where he's yeah, like he's
0: stock more market. stocks, but I mean, in terms of just like financial advice, like he's very. Abrasive and loud and aggressive, and she's like aggressive, but more just like honest aggressive. Where he's just like yelling at you, kind of thing. I don't know. I wonder what.
1: Yeah, no. He's, if he has a
0: show on, I wonder how he's doing with all the GME stuff that's man, going on. He,
1: he, I don't know. If,
0: I don't think that show's still on anymore. I honestly don't know, but I'm sure he has input somewhere about it. I'm sure his
1: Twitter is. Oh, people are. I mean, I've been. I've seen more clips from CNBC floating on in the internet the last <laughs> few days than like ever before yeah. that in all of history.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's good for them I guess, but I don't know. I don't well, know if they want to be on I don't the know song. most of
1: the people most of the clips are except for like the Elizabeth Warren like most of the clips are of people who are not flattering themselves. No. No, they're not doing good for the idea of
0: Wall Street and stock trading and stuff. They're making it look kind of how a lot of people have viewed it for a long time and that it's a scam and that it's a made up game with made up rules and they're not happy that people are playing by those rules and benefiting from it outside of the normal realm, kind of thing. So,
1: but we don't need to get into all of that. No,
0: no. But it's funny. I'm, I'm enjoying like total Schadenfreude watching every second of it because I think it's hilarious. But anyway, uh, any other thoughts before we hop in? Let's hora
1: in. Oh my
0: god. You better have a good bar mitzvah story for that, because you have to now. What the story? I was gonna, you do a horror
1: bar, bar mitzvahs. What do you mean? Well, You
0: got to have a story about your bar mitzvah now. I was going to let it slide, not even bring it up, but now you're on the spot. So congratulations. You better your bar start bar mitzvah stories. Yeah, you, you better think of one. Anyway, our cold open is going to set up uh, all three of our storylines in Thirty Rock. Hey,
2: Liz,
3: back for you. My trio of pop horns <laughs> Simon? Sorry Liz I had no other
2: way into the building and I lost all my contacts after I dropped my cell phone into the penguin exhibit
4: Yeah, I had my birthday at the aquarium
3: What do you want? You're not my agent anymore
2: Oh, I'm still getting your business at my parents' house your contract's almost up, and Mr. Donaghy's office sent over that new one for you to sign.
3: I'm not just gonna sign whatever Jack sends me. That's insulting. We haven't even talked about this.
2: Well, I am the king of renegotiation. You watch uh, The Wonder Pets on Nick Jr. I represent the turtle that Tuck is based on.
3: Yeah, no thanks. I will deal with this myself.
2: Did you miss me yesterday, Miss Lennon? Awesome.
3: Hunt? Great story.
2: So, Ms. Maroney, did you miss me while I was gone yesterday?
4: You weren't gone. I saw you. Kenneth, just move.
2: No, Mr. Donaghy fired all the pages for a day.
5: Didn't you notice your food wasn't pre-chewed? Jay Mope, Marty Goldstein is your accountant too, right?
4: Uh, I owe him a call. I bet he's going to tell me I can't write off all my shoplifting. No,
5: he's calling you about his son's bar mitzvah. Marty wants to pay his crazy money just to show up.
4: Oh, well, you know I'm in. Getting paid to help a boy become a man, it's kind of my wheelhouse.
1: She's a prostitution whore. A
0: prostitution? You prostitution whore. We still never found the actual source on that, right? It's even... Real Housewives. No, I know, but we haven't found the actual video of her saying that. Uh, have we? I don't know. I, don't know. I yeah. feel like it's
1: not that hard to find, probably. No,
0: probably not. Prostitution whore. That's so stupid because it's the same thing. Uh,. You would think of all... I mean, I guess, like, Tracy was... And again, this is messing with the timeline of 30 Rock. so this is literally supposed to take place after last week's episode, so it should be the next day. But you would think of all people, Tracy would be... Like, would notice Kenneth is not around. But I guess he was having his own, quote-unquote, problem last
1: week. He was week. having an existential crisis he, last no, time.
0: We we settled it last week. He was not having the crisis. He was just upset because he wasn't getting gifts anymore. He was
1: so focused on not getting presents that right. that's all he, so he got.
0: self-involved. About. He missed... That Kenneth wasn't around, um, but like even he doesn't even acknowledge Kenneth, and Kenneth doesn't even try to get his attention in that scene. So that's kind of sad. Um, but I do like that we are getting. I mean, you could argue finally getting character development for Kenneth because I mean the most we have is that he's just lived a really long time, which is more of like a running joke, not so much a storyline. So that's true. You know, yeah, it's 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 a good um, it's a good touch, but it also is like one of those. I think the i guess you would say the kind of trope or, or story device you would describe that as is like simpsoning whereas when you only fo- when you focus on the main cast for so long and you've sort of told all their stories you have to go to the outside source like the tertiary characters to start telling stories and i guess that's where we're getting and i think that's what would have happened if 30 rocket went on more is by season 10 we'd be getting you know Hazel would be getting character Hale development. Hazel would be getting character development. Like, story writers that are just in the writer's room that never has any lines would get, like, story
1: development. It's like, I mean, we... I mean, two for... might come back after she's been oh, disappeared God. for essentially yeah. the last few seasons. Two-foot? Also, what Danny, maybe Danny will get more than a couple episodes. When's Fingers the last time crossed. we saw him?
0: Uh, definitely, I don't think we've seen him at all this season. Nope. But I think he does come back for one of the live shows, if not before then. Um, but, yeah. Um, there, there is, it's not a bad thing though is there
1: i don't know are there interviews out there talking about like how i mean because it was the, the first the josh character and the Danny character like th- behind how that happened like how they try to make this third actor in like the tgs ensemble like work but it both times didn't work like i'd just be curious to know if there's a story out there explaining it because it's well, like it's repeating the same patterns yeah.
0: Well, I would think with the Josh character it was more like it just wasn't working. Right. And they were just like, well, we'll just, you know, push him to the background and or maybe that that actor was doing a lot of other roles at the time too, so like he couldn't have been on call, but I think for the Danny thing, I think it's more that's the joke is the fact that they brought him in to replace Josh to prevent doing the same things and end up doing the exact same to their old tricks. Yeah, I think that's more the joke for that. I could be wrong though, but I don't know. I've um I haven't seen any like interviews or like I guess canon reason as to yeah. why. But Danny's I feel like there has to be a story
1: there. At least thinking about how they tried to approach it. So I'd be yeah. I'd be really interested in behind the scenes.
0: I would I would think for Danny and Cheyenne Jackson, it was probably just like he was just busy. Like he just had a lot of different roles he was on, so he couldn't have been on Thirty Rock as much. Um, and he was never like a featured player. Like he didn't have like main titles or anything. So I guess he was a little bit more free free range to to do more acting outside of the range
1: like a chicken.
0: Like a chicken, exactly. Yeah. Meanwhile, in Jack's office, negotiations will begin.
3: Hey, I have a bone to pick with you.
6: Look at this level. The Pentagon has hired GE to weaponize microwave technology. This is amazing. That was my old division. If I were still there, I would have controlled every aspect of that project. Planning, oversight, morale-boosting t-shirts indicating everyone survived a certain barbecue. There's nothing to challenge me here at Cable Town. Lemon, when was the last time I said, no, Senator, you're out of order?
3: Well, I've got something for you to do. You honestly thought I would just sign the same deal I got six years ago?
6: Well, what will we negotiate about, Lemon? What do you even want?
3: Well, for starters, I would like a hospital bed in my office, or a real one. I don't care if it's against the law to resell them. Oh, my god.
6: How far I've fallen. I used to be a legend. When there was a deal no one could close, they brought in Donaghy. So it's agreed. You'll be moving forward with this partnership.
3: <laughs> you know what? I'm insulted that you think it's beneath you to negotiate with me. Without me, there's no TGS. So, like it or not, we're getting into this. Call my assistant to set up a meeting.
6: And by your assistant, you mean you with a British accent?
3: I have a new assistant. She's a cool college student from... South Africa. Yeah, she'll be British.
1: Well, I think we found a new career for Kellyanne Conway in the microwave warfare development department. I guess she was, uh, well, not ahead of her time, but on to to something there with her her microwave uh, thing.
0: I'm just going to give you some silence to let that joke land, because clearly our audience is catching their breath from that. Hold on. They're still laughing. You can continue.
1: That was pretty good. Well,
0: my joke was funnier than yours, I think. I mean, is that a reference, like, m- recently? Or, like, from a couple years ago? From a couple years
1: okay. ago. But still, I mean, it's pretty enduring. Is it? it? It was one of the... I think it, it was on the level of the, the Bowling Green Massacre, the, the microwaves as uh, spy devices. Bits.
0: Anyway... The, is this another racism of Liz thinking South Africans sound like Australians? Because that's that's the accent she's going for, right? When she's CLP Africa, like that's yeah. an Australian accent.
1: Well, it's sort of. I mean, the I don't know. I feel like South well, African accent is like. I mean, it's it's not too dissimilar from the Australian accent. Like, I mean, it's definitely distinctive. Yeah. But it's like it's much closer to Australian than British mm. or American. You know, so Yeah. I guess so. I don't think it's too bad. AMA, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's a. I mean, I don't know. I well, I guess doing accents could be racist depending on what country you're doing and what kind of accent you're doing, but not in this case.
0: Yeah, I think it's just like she, she's just not confident in her Australian accent so she goes back to her English, which we've seen she can do, but not do very well. Tapa Florida. <laughs> Naturally. Always. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the writer's room, Uh, Kenneth is realizing more and more that he was overlooked and forgotten last week. Or yesterday, rather.
2: Uh, hello, I'm back. What do you mean you're back? I wasn't here yesterday. Yes, you were. You were in the kitchen all day. Right over, oh, that's a broom. I know my job is to serve you all, but... I thought that after six years, you at least thought of me the way an owner thinks of his dog. Kenneth, look... No, sir! I am using my once-in-a-lifetime interruption to point out I am not even a dog to you. After all, when a dog goes missing, everyone's upset because there's no dog milk for the babies.
3: Jack wants a real negotiation? Well, I want a piece of the TGS merchandising. The catchphrase, this smells... I wrote that, and when 20 cult members jump off a bridge together wearing This Smells t-shirts, I should get a cut of that sale.
4: Merchandising, that's smart. Here's the plan. I need to find a bathroom.
3: Oh, it's on, Donaghy.
1: Simon doesn't even have an office. They have to meet at the library. Yeah, you're right.
0: I wonder why she's still working with him, though. Like she's she said repeatedly, "I fired you." So, like, is it just because she has no other options and it's better than nothing,
1: or like exactly? She probably never made the effort to find another <laughs> agent after uh, she fired him.
0: Yeah, I guess not. Well, I guess she didn't really have a need to either. Well, no, because she had. Well, no, because she got him in the first place because she needed one for. Um, deal breakers right. so then why would she, I don't know she would have a need to look for another agent
1: I mean she definitely wouldn't need one I mean if you're working I mean you're probably having yeah, she should have offers for other things going on Yeah, maybe not all the time but more than zero times
0: yeah but I like that they uh, the, the framing of the reveal or not the reveal but the uh, of her finding that like tape set like it doesn't like, they could have easily just uh, zoomed in on the spine and shown you what it is, but they sort of are teasing it out, that it's something big. Uh, I like that, that, that small touch, because it kind of pays off there in a couple scenes. What could it be? Meanwhile, at a Bar mitzvah,
6: Here they
3: are. My favorite clients. Adam is going to be so excited to meet with you. He is a
5: huge, huge fan. Yes, many of our viewers are obese.
4: Now, Marty, how Jewish is everyone here? Because I may need to change parts of my act. These are the best clients
2: you could get? Don't you represent Gina Gershon? My nemesis? nemesis? Adam, you said you love TGS. I was being sarcastic. God. I told mom I wanted a Transformers theme for my bar mitzvah. You know, this sucks. I hate you. Son
4: okay we're gonna go don't worry about the fee you can just give it to us now
3: oh no you're not going anywhere if my boy wants transformers you're gonna be transformers
4: i don't think so marty if you don't help me out
3: here maybe the irs finds out that your nine dependents are just vibrators and tracy i'd hate the people who realize that your charity is just a front that has done nothing to make this country safer from godzilla attacks
5: if anything i've increased the likelihood
1: That scene made me wonder how many celebrities have quote-unquote charities that are just mm. tax dodges, because I bet it's a lot more than, well, maybe not more than you would think, but I bet it's a lot. I mean, yeah. That I bet be a not, lot of rich people in general. Yeah.
0: I and mean, I, I, Not to defend them or anything, but I think it's probably a matter of whoever manages their money is doing it for them. Right. And they're just sort of mostly blind to it. Um, but yeah. What, what was that thing a few years ago at the Panama Papers? Mm-hmm. that came out those all those like offshore tax holdings yeah. and things like that and there's a lot of people on that list too whether they were aware of that or not well, doesn't matter now because if if it's public knowledge if they didn't change if they didn't remove themselves from those holdings they're still just as guilty now as they were previously but anyway
1: general you're going to jail for writing off your shoplifting
0: mm, what a monster uh, but that Gina gershon reference is I mean that's. I'm looking through her filmography. I couldn't tell you a thing that she's been in that I've ever seen. Which is more ignorance on my part. I feel like but it's like camp
1: character actress because like she was in yeah. Showgirls is probably like her. I feel like her most yeah. iconic role probably. And I mean, I guess you're right. She has. She hasn't ever had like a big mainstream role, but she's popped up in a lot of stuff. And I, I think just yeah, it was just like camp cult figure. I guess. Yeah. Which makes it weird for a 13 year old. Boy, but <laughs> maybe I, mean, I, know, I guess your thing is does. kind of being like a hot older woman too so I guess it sort of works but I don't know. Yeah. I think of her more as gay icon than like I don't know.
0: She had a recurring role on Brooklyn Nine-Nine?
1: Yeah. Okay. I can't I can see her face in there now. It doesn't
0: even give her character well it gives a character name but it doesn't say like how many episodes it just says recurring role. Yeah so, I forget Yeah, what the name is. She was a recurring role I in Riverdale yeah. so you go. I mean she's, I, been, yeah. she's been
1: on a lot of stuff yeah.
0: I mean, definitely a uh, character actress by far, which isn't a bad thing. I don't want to insult her or anything, but just she's just been in so many things. And I haven't seen many of them or really any of them. I've definitely never seen Showgirls, mainly because I just heard it was kind of like bad.
1: I mean, I think like that's one of like the biggest so bad they're good iconic movies.
0: Yeah, I don't really like that qualifier. Because if it's so bad it's good, then it's not bad. It's mediocre. Just say it's mediocre. But it's
1: not. It's because the writing is so to a level where like the writing and execution is so poor that it's like unintentionally funny. That's what makes it entertaining. It's like it's like it inept good. it's like it's like it's so inept that yeah. it bends back around to being funny. Not because it's supposed to be funny, because it's like yeah. so inept that's why it's funny.
0: I mean like I guess like the room is is that Exactly is is that's arguably one. one of the bigger ones. Yeah. Like it was intentionally made with sincerity right that comes off as just but i still don't but that movie's not good it's right. it's good because when how the... bad it's so is, bad it's good but doesn't mean really like... good in a technical no, sense I, know, so it's just... I mean so as bad i mean so bad it's
1: entertaining is probably a more accurate term mm-hmm. but i mean it's not as catchy as so bad it's good
0: yeah but as a literal person
1: i just don't like it just change it <laughs> you just... are you are literally a person
0: I hate every second. It's torture. Meanwhile, back in the writer's room, we see our new page in Kirsten Sch- Oh wait, sorry, did I get this right? Kristen Shaw or wait, Kirsten Shaw. Let's, let's fact check that. I'm out. pretty
1: sure it's Kristen Shaw. I think it's Kristen Shaw, but I'm gonna I'm gonna fact check. Please do. Because I that's the third Christ- yes, Kristen Yes, Kristen Shaw. Kristen Shaw and Kristen Wig, but Kirsten Dunst.
0: Kristen Shaw right, in Ah, Kristen Shaw in
4: Hazel was her
0: name. Hey
1: Kenneth.
4: No, I'm not Kenneth but he told me all about you guys. Let me guess who's who. You must be twofer.
0: I'm sorry, who are you?
4: I was asking myself that same question and I did not like the answer, so I made a change. I'm Hazel Washer name and yes, you may recognize me from one of my two background acting gigs.
6: Dr. Lingard, yesterday we heard your daughter take full responsibility for her roles in these crimes. Where's Kenneth?
4: He took my spot at the Susie Orman Show. (sighs) What a first day. But you gotta roll with the punches, just like my hero Ivan Drago from Rocky IV.
5: This is pathetic. (laughs)
2: Kenneth's trying to make us beg him to come back. Well, we are not doing that. I've learned from
1: having children that when your kid throws a tantrum and holds his breath, you hold your breath too. When you regain consciousness, believe me, he's ready to leave the toy store. So I think Kristen Shaw had been around before this in, like edgy yeah. comedy stuff, but this was actually like but this was the first time I had ever seen of her or heard of her. It was like after that. Like I don't know if it was one of those things where it just because someone you're you see someone in a role you're paying attention to more, but it was like I felt like I started seeing her everywhere after that. So I wonder if like I did see her before this and like didn't just like clock it because i i I didn't i wasn't as familiar with her i don't know yeah
0: well i mean her joke about you know showing up in procedurals isn't exactly wrong because she was in a couple of law and order and yeah a couple law and order shows around 2004 2007 so Mm -hmm. she was definitely a background character in those so a rip from the headlines headlines joke in 30 rock (laughs) yeah um but yeah so she she's been around since early 2000s um little bit of it she's had her hands with a little bit of everything i think my i guess my first introduction to her would have been an episode of aqua teen hunger force where she plays um tammy tangerine um and there she was part of this little trio called the banana the bible fruits so There was uh it's it's weird so david cross played bert the banana uh, Tammy Tangerine was played by Kristen Shaw, and John Benjamin played um, was he a Kiwi or a lime? He was like the third part of their trio. Uh, they were, you know, turned their lives over to God and they were these reformed characters. but all in all, it was just a rose for them to get coke and alcohol. So uh, they, they weren't I and mean, if it's supposed to be a a spin-off into another show, but it didn't. but it's just like her, obviously her cadence is very unique. like yeah. the way she speaks is is immediate. Like recognition, so, uh, and then she would show up. Uh, she was on an episode of How I Met Your Mother, which I'd forgotten about.
1: I, I must have seen her in that. I just yeah,
0: episode. Yeah. Like I think I mentioned last week or the week before, she was in episode of Modern Family. Like she's just been a character actor, and a ton of things. She was a correspondent on Daily Show for a number of years, um, but yeah, she's. I think around late two thousands is when she really started making you know her presence known and was appearing in just about everything. Um, I'm trying to think like what her biggest role
1: I I mean I feel like be. the biggest thing I've seen her in is Last Man on Earth. Yeah, I think like, that, that's, that's maybe she... not her most like the most prominent thing she's been in, but I feel like that's the biggest. Definitely like her, one of, one of her roles. more recurring. Uh, yeah, she
0: was she was a recurring role on Flight of the Concords, which is is one of those mm. that's escaped. She was on Mad Men. Who am I thinking of was also on Mad Men? that i that i forget about
1: um i must have seen her i mean i had to have seen her on mad men too and yeah. just didn't
0: but probably playing a, a more yeah. subdued version of herself
1: i knew she i knew she did the voice in gravity falls
0: yeah yeah that's probably that's probably one of her, one of her uh, breakout yeah. roles too and bob's, oh, burgers, bob's burgers of course, of course is, yeah. uh, is i think
1: that's uh, true that's actually probably bigger than last man on earth Pop's yeah burgers.
0: yeah and gravity falls yeah um yeah no I I mean she's, and of course oh, and Bojack, on Bojack. Yeah. yeah no but this is like we're starting to get into like okay this is where we've seen her more and more is yeah. like mid two thousands, um yeah I don't know she's just like she's she's just like a very dry wit kind of comedian that yeah clicks well, for me I mean I think it's works. because
1: like I mean her voice is very distinctive like her look is very distinctive so it's like. I know when it's when it's very easy to stand out and also like you're funny you have comedic chops mm-hmm. then it's like you just yeah i don't know it's easy to remember you so yeah yeah
0: yeah no i, th- I think she's fantastic so like I, I look forward to anything that i see her in um i did watch her stand-up special um I'm, I'm blanking on what it was called but it was on netflix i don't know if it's still there or not. i don't think it was a netflix original but it was on netflix yeah. but it was like one of those like by the end it turned into one of those weird like performance pieces that you couldn't tell i mean it obviously was an act but at the same time it was also kind of like heartbreaking and disheartening because like she's just like she's she's nearing the end and she starts telling the story but then she starts having like this breakdown and she's like oh oh i'll be right back and then she just like runs off stage and then like that's it like that's the end of the thing
1: uh-huh.
0: like it's and i'm like and i'm thinking like if i'm in the audience and that because it was a live performance so i'm in the audience watching that and i'm i would be like worried and be like what's the joke because like it was such a sharp turn that it was just like oh okay well this came out of nowhere and i don't know are we supposed to laugh at this or i don't know it's a weird special but i mean it's i guess it's our brand of humor so maybe at the time I wasn't that well known with her as a character actress and, and her comedy that I, I got it but yeah but no, I like Kristen Shaw I think she's she's genuinely funny and I like her role on 30 Rock for the rest of the series because she's just she's basically like I would say the Tracy of the page program and that she's just insanely over the top and she's legitimately crazy that it leads to some incredibly great and moments. racist
1: is she racist? Well, she's first thing she says is, you must be twofer, and then the when she brings the coffee later she says the that's black true. one for the true. black one. Yeah,
0: I was trying to think like how is why did she think he was twofer? Because based on what?
1: I took it as that Kenneth told her that twofer was the black one, oh, so she was. Oh, oh, that was
0: one of the first things he told her was right. twofer is the black one. Okay.
1: I mean at least yeah. that's how I Yeah, that's probably the, that's it.
0: probably the correct interpretation. Yikes. So while um, Simon and Liz are starting their negotiations with Jack, after Liz has studied Jack's tapes, fires Simon, and decides to go into business for herself, meanwhile, back at Adam's Bar Mitzvah, Jenna Transformer and Tracy Transformer are doing, I won't say their best, but they're, they're doing, doing something. They're doing <laughs> something. Shyla
5: Buff is in trouble. This is a part of the movie. Where I fell asleep.
4: Jazz is gonna get you out of this. Say hey! I am one slick brother. This blows.
2: Be the robots from NFL on Fox. Boom.
1: Okay, but they actually kind of do a good impression of the Fox NFL, like, <laughs> Are they, randomly gesturing. I mean, though they do, like, randomly just, like, move their arms um, but in they, directions. I mean, like, I haven't watched the... It hasn't been, been a, a while since i it, so, too But I feel too like,
0: too like they it. at least did football moves. Like, I'm pretty sure there was, like, a passing motion. Maybe. And, but I just like,
1: feel they like I remember it being random arm movements, too. I don't maybe. Know. Or maybe that's a joke that they're, like, kind of doing the robot. and Because they, I don't know. Yeah, they don't have a, an idea yeah. what the football robots do. So it looks convincing to me, and, though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, back at CNBC, Kenneth, uh, in Hazel's due position, or in Hazel's position, rather, Uh, on the Susie orman show get some advice from miss orman herself
2: here's your team miss orman there you are
4: who are you what happened to hazel
2: oh i'm sorry miss orman hazel and i switched places she's over at tgs now but don't worry it's temporary i just want all the actors and writers there to realize how much they miss me
4: and why should they miss you well
2: i'd like to think on some level we're all friends do
4: you socialize together outside of work do you exchange gifts Do vacation together on non-judgmental cruise lines well
2: no but
4: listen girlfriend you're trying to solve an emotional problem but what you have is a money problem you want to be friends with people like tracy jordan and jenna maroney they are rich so show me the money how much do you make
2: i'm not sure my church requires a 110 percent type
4: how old are you
2: don't worry about it how
4: much have you saved
2: are you talking about saving squirrels from hawks zero.
4: If you really want to be friends with people like this, you are going to have to quit the page program and get a real job so that you can earn for your future. What? No,
2: I can't quit the page program. Well
4: then, denied!
0: Mm, poor Kenneth. That's not what he wanted to hear going into a conversation with Susie Orman.
1: I mean, If he gives his church 110% tithe, I would love to know what he lives on and where the extra 10% comes Seriously. from. Seriously,
0: I mean, he lives in a relatively nice apartment. I mean, for especially for New York, but you know, well, you know, all New York
1: TV apartments are deceiving.
0: That's true. Um, that was so fun watching like Seinfeld because like so he was a comedian, and he never got acting jobs. He was strictly a comedian, but he was able to afford this crazy good apartment in New York, and it was just like. Uh, I mean, it's it's that magic of New York I feel like it's almost line. every Just, New York yeah.
1: character on TV. Like, they live in apartments that they couldn't possibly afford.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Same with, like, friends.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's the most famous example, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: But they weren't giving 110% ties to their churches, I'm sure.
0: You don't, We don't know. We don't know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, Jesus Christ. And so, like... Why? (laughs) Oh Reverend Gary you scam artist. So the second round of negotiations have begun uh, in Jack's office and Liz starts off strong but immediately falls apart.
6: Oh I hate those shoes. Oh
3: are we starting? Please. All right
6: let's start with salary. What are you doing?
3: Oh I'm sorry, are you on some subconscious level seeing this as me toying with your manhood? Of
6: course I am. I invented that. <gasps> Boca 2002,
3: you've seen the tapes. What? No, I, I just. You are being coached by me. I'm sorry, Jack, I have to take this. Yes, may I please speak to Pizza? The fake
6: phone call to buy time in an emergency? Classic Donaghy.
3: Okay, fine, you got me. Game over. No,
6: no. This just levels the playing field, going mano a mano against a real adversary, me. It's the ultimate game. Jack Donaghy, playing with himself.
1: It's a jack-off. How'd they get that one past the censors? Yeah,
0: much less both of those. The playing with himself is already kind of risque, but then you have straight up, it's a jack-off. I guess it aired, aired late enough.
1: That's and true, and it was very time. quick, and it cut right to the next scene, so maybe unless, if you weren't paying super close attention, then maybe yeah. you could... Uh, and he's
0: not saying that. anything obscene. No, it's it true, the, the context, that is. The context
1: yeah. is ostensibly not dirty. Yeah. But uh, they beat the censors again.
0: Good job. But There's some fun visual work and jokes in there, and Liz is wearing those like, really bright... It wouldn't be an Apple watch, because they just didn't exist at the time, but like, it's just a very bright watch band, like an orange... Watch band that really stands out because she's wearing, like, dark colors. So it's this standout orange watch. And then she's... I don't know what they're called, but those shoes that essentially are, like, I guess, like, real feet, like they're just supposed to be... Yeah. I don't even know what those things are called. I've seen them multiple times, but I don't know what the name of them is. Like, real shoes? Seems like that's probably what they could be
1: called. Are they but... called barefoot shoes? Hold on. Yeah,
0: but they're, like, shaped like feet. So you're supposed yeah. to be able to feel everything and move, I guess, in a second skin kind of thing. Uh... Well, no, that's
1: fine. Vibram Five Fingers.
0: It's like a brand. Yeah.
1: Toe shoes. Well, those are like, toe shoes are more like ballet. I mean, I guess it could be, but it says, yeah, it could refer to Vibram five, five Fingers. So that must be like the, so Vibram five, five, five Fingers must be like the Xerox of those kinds of gotcha. shoes. Gotcha. I guess. Yeah, or the, ban- yeah, the Band-Aid. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. But yeah, she, she crumbled pretty quickly. Like, all it took was him to realize...
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, she's studied enough to, to start okay, but once she had to go past the little bit she learned to do at the beginning, then she, she couldn't keep up.
0: Yeah. And I always forget, I, I, again, I remember this negotiation, but then I guess my memory thought that in the end, she tricks him into doing the negotiations for her, but then I'm wrong because in the end, she's still just yeah, as bewildered. Yeah, I thought it was going to
1: go that way too. Yeah, that she played him. And that actually would have a nice touch that she in the end...
0: Yeah, mm, but then I, it also gives no. a little bit too much credit to Liz Lemon, who we see as struggling. Kind of but like a I mean, but, but it she's not someone nice... up that right.
1: wouldn't put right, a right, pastor right. to be able to pit someone against themselves because there you go. Yeah. But yeah, they didn't go that far. It wouldn't, would yeah, it. it would have been in character, but alas, it did not happen. So
0: while Liz regroups for round three of negotiation, uh, Jenna and Tracy have sort of had a realization that because of their positions as stars, they could be able to help people and, and realize when they see the faults in others. How, that, how they've caused that pain to other people in their lives. And I guess you would say the return of the problem solvers, only just not without the funky little t-shirts.
1: And real problem solvers.
0: And real problem solvers. They do a good job here, for the most part.
5: What are you doing? This is the men's room, Jenna, not the C-list skanks room. That's solid, but that's not why
4: we're here. Adam, we want to help. You are the star today, and we know how hard that can be.
5: Look, we know you're not really mad about us. You acting out is about something else. You can tell us.
4: We're in SAG.
5: (sighs) It's just, everyone expects me to
2: dance with a girl today. And I don't know about girls. I mean, I've played this Japanese video game
4: where you slap prostitutes to death. But you only ever dance with this penguin named Yamagiku. Adam trust me any girl would want to dance with you you're rich and you're fat so you'll die young women love that
5: Adrock, i'm gonna tell you the same thing i tell my son put money in the girl's mouth also my friend dial is your real father now you go get him uh,
0: i mean i'm not by any means a master of Japanese. So Yamagiku, as far as I can tell, doesn't really mean anything.
1: Um, It seems so specific. I thought it might be referencing something, but maybe not. Yeah, as
0: far as like a video game that would even come close to that, uh, but but it wouldn't be that, would be the Yakuza series that would have been around this time. But I'm a little iffy on that series. I know it's more like a... The just the slate version of it is it's like a GTA in Japan, but it's more complex than that. Um, But I don't remember you beating up prostitutes and I definitely don't think you dance with a penguin. So I think it's just someone being funny, thinking that Japanese Japanese video games are crazy. I mean, they are. There are some some really bizarre ones out there. Um there's a dating sim you can play called Hate a Hateful Boyfriend ha- or Hotful Boyfriend. Oh, I've heard of that one. Or you date penguins or um, ping at pigeons. You date pigeons. Yeah, yeah, I've so, heard of that one. You know, but that's not a bad thing. It's just different.
1: Well, I mean, that sounds like I mean that's the sort of thing that's like absurd to where it could be right. charming. Like I guess when I think of crazy, I think of like I don't know, the sort of Gonzo. Like when you see like those Gonzo like Japanese game show clips, like that's what I think of. Like dating a penguin is like so absurd that's just like more charming yeah. than. Crazy, and anything, yeah. you
0: know, but I, I I gotta imagine those like Japanese game shows, if you understand the context, probably aren't as yeah silly as you might as they seem on the outside. Like I mean, I'm sure we could look at something like uh Wipeout, and it's probably comparable to that. Like, well, that
1: started. I mean, as a Japanese game show. Didn't it? Takeshi's, Takeshi's no
0: takeshi Castle is most extreme challenge.
1: Right, but I mean that's what Wipeout is based on. Is that what Wipeout? Yeah, because oh. like because because the, of the success of. Um, Most Extreme whatever it was called mm-hmm. on whatever channel it was on okay. like that's basically why ABC or who, who, who whatever the first whatever yeah. thing that commissioned okay. Wipeout was because of the success of that yeah, on Cable so
0: yeah yeah, yeah so yeah I guess you could say this on, in context at all but I mean Takeshi's Castle was aggressively silly
1: yeah oh yeah um, that and, was like, definitely just gigantic silly not balls crazy hitting people yeah. in the
0: face and things like that but it, um yeah that's what's we- that's weird that that became a success just because i don't know the licensing costs for that and the just niche nature of it i guess it was just the same reason wipeout was a success it's just it was like people just getting whammed yeah and i think he, i think people
1: just write people like saying just like yeah. i mean it's like people like pratfalls and like people like yeah. falling down and stuff so like that's
0: and um, the writing was yeah was pretty good on the uh the dubbing version so it wasn't just like bland reporting it was over the top craziness that i guess you expect from a show like that but yeah uh, meanwhile the writers room are learning that their lives are harder with hazel and not kenneth in their lives especially pete who has to write a 40 word exit oh, evaluation gosh, so many <laughs>
5: hazel why does my coffee order say the black one on it
4: oh.
0: Did you put peanuts on
4: this? Yeah, it's delicious, hat guy. I'm allergic! Damn
0: it! I have to write a 40-word exit evaluation of Kenneth! I wish I was
1: dead! (sighs) Okay, Kenneth,
2: you win. Please come back. Okay. When is my birthday?
6: I don't know. When's that party you throw that we never go to because we don't know what to get the man who has nothing?
2: Susie Woman was right. I need to quit the page program and get a real job.
0: So we're coming up near the finale. We're about halfway through the episode, but uh, we've now begun our third round of negotiations. Third and final round, as Jack has begun the jack-off with Liz. Hey,
3: Jack. Sorry I'm so late.
6: You're not. I changed the clock on your phone. I just got here.
3: Anyway, I really appreciate you coming to my neighborhood. My home turf, if you will. I see. Well played, Jack.
6: You anticipated my counter move employing a short Mrs. Weakness power axiom. However, I knew that you might know that I knew to bring my own furniture, so I also brought my... Jack Wilch, power pillow. I'm very sorry, sir.
3: I thought you might do that, which is why I'm going to be the first person to do power quiet talking, forcing you to lean in and wonder if you're missing any key phrases like an idiot.
6: I thought you'd try power quiet talking, which is why I'm wearing a hearing aid. Still, mate, I'm everything I hoped I'd be. But let's begin. Two percent raise, a show on Christmas, no gross merchandising, and you have a run on your stocking.
3: Eight percent raise, two weeks off at Christmas, five gross, and nice try. I'm not wearing stockings. That's a vein. No
6: raise, no vacation, and from now on, you have to say go for Liz when you answer your phone. Um, hold on a sec. Come on, Lemon. I'm just doing the Sorcerer's Apprentice. You respond with a pirate holiday, and I have no choice but to play the Hillbilly Auction. It's all on the tapes. Now forget it. This is taking too long. I'll do both sides. If you think I won't do the show without Lemon, think again. Oh, Jack, you're bluffing. Liz, we're out of here. If you walk out that door, you'll burn every bridge she has here. It'll be back to submitting topical menopause jokes to Joy Behar by fax. Oh, please, you'd be in breach. You'd have more lawyers on you than a Midtown hooker. You're all talk. It's like that time you said you'd hit on Carla Bruni in front of Sarkozy, and you totally back down. So do you. Sorry, I have to take this. Hello? It's me. Nice try. I'm writing down a number. you're dreaming then i'd counter i'd reject that then an elegante parry with an elegante primo five percent i demand three years no that can't be right elegante elegante primo carry the one good god what you won i did you got everything you wanted cable town jack made a mistake and lemon jack pounced on it
3: i mean lost yes i won nobody beats the liz oh, sorry in your face
0: if the reveal was that liz had planned all that i think it would have been a better payoff for her but she also does the role well of just like sitting back but basically she's eating ice cream but if she just had like a bucket of popcorn and was just like like that michael jackson gift that you've, seen, you've seen yeah that, of, of like that that's kind of her uh, her mindset in that in that moment is just enjoy the show. Don't say anything. Don't do anything. It'll we'll disrupt. Just enjoy it. Yeah,
1: it is true though. I mean, I was really expecting it to be real that it, she set it up for that to happen. So I was kind of surprised that didn't happen.
0: But, yeah.
1: I mean, whatever. Still it's, a good outcome. It's a good ours. outcome for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah. gets what she gets. Everything she wanted.
0: Yeah. Well, not quite because it does change in the end, well, right?
1: She gets almost everything almost she wanted. Everything.
0: She really wants that gross merchandise. yeah uh, Meanwhile, back at the TGS stage, Kenneth Kenneth has shown that he is wanted, that he is loved, and that he is needed by his TGS peers.
2: Mr. Hornberger, I got the message about the goodbye Kenneth brunch. I can't tell you how touched I Yeah, that was a lie. But look who's here.
4: Double Double actor actor announcement. announcement! Over the years, we've wasted a lot of time complaining about things other than what's really bothering us. From now on, Tracy and I are going to be more honest.
5: Instead of just throwing tantrums, we're going to talk things through. Who's that lady? It's her fault that it's
4: cold in here. Tracy, be honest. It's not about the air conditioning, is it?
5: Okay. It's just that I see a new page and I'm not used to change because I was raised in foster care.
2: Sounds like Tracy's missing someone.
5: He's missing me.
2: Boy, you are dumb sometimes. Tracy, this new page is Hazel, Kenneth's replacement. Kenneth wants to leave the page program so he can go make more money. But you need him here,
5: don't you? Yes, I do need you, Kenneth. I depend on you. But I'm telling you to go, because now that I'm being honest, this job is a dead end for you. And it would be selfish of me to make you stay. Are you serious? Yes. Now go. Run, Kenneth. Run before I change my mind. Run,
1: Kenneth! Run! I mean, we talked about a little bit earlier with the problem stars thing, but I mean, Jenna and Tracy really do show a heretofore never really seen level of self awareness and like humility in their actions. And like, I mean, I guess it's true, like, the, the. until you're exposed to something, like you don't, I don't know. It's like the people say, like, don't pay attention to a problem until right. it happens to them. So it's like they didn't they, they, they didn't understand the problem of not getting everything you want and why people throw tantrums until right. they were the one who was having the tantrum thrown at them.
0: Although Jenna did see it in the deal breaker stuff with Liz. So, I mean, she could have done it, she could have learned that lesson then. That's but she true. Didn't. But anyway, now that they're all naced. Uh, I don't know their lives are going to change, though, because I'm pretty sure next week it's going to revert right back yeah, to them being selfish. and
1: I don't think it'll last very long. But
0: I think I do think it's very good for Kenneth's character that he gets out of the page program. I do think the line that Tracy has of, this is a dead-end job for you, uh, is, is a backhanded compliment, but he's right, because Kenneth is going nowhere in that job. And,
1: yeah, I mean, plus I feel like most people are pages, because that's what they put on their resume, so they can get their first big whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. It worked for Aubrey Plaza. A, see exactly. No, it was, Kenneth could be starring on Parks and Rec, and the Happiest Season, and other things, and other assorted things. Hosting the Independent Spirit Awards.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> uh, our finale uh, back in Jack's office, uh, Liz and Jack reminisce about their negotiations.
3: Hey your video says that after negotiation the winner should get the loser a gift so i brought you this popcorn tin there's no popcorn left but it makes a great closet organizer socks underwear bras
6: i used to be a winner men wanted to be me women wanted to sleep with me bisexuals wanted to watch now look at me a meaningless job i can't get my wife back what's the point maybe i'll just quit and Go work for a non for profit. Somewhere where there's less pressure and the people are nice and I can wear sneakers and jeans on Friday. No, Doc, stop. It's okay. I hate myself.
3: I want to be somebody else. I want to be a baby again. <laughs> no, no, no. Look, you won. I'll sign whatever. Just don't cry. Daddy doesn't cry. I don't need gross merchandising. Excellent. What? What are you doing?
6: Proving I could win.
3: You were freaking me out.
6: Exactly. Do you know why I lost earlier? Because of our friendship. I want you to have everything. And that made me make a mistake. In other words, I lost because of emotion, which I always thought was a weakness, but now I've learned it can also be a weapon.
3: You didn't realize emotion could be a weapon? Have you not read the poetry of Jewel?
6: The point is, you had Liz Jack on your side. And that's why he, me, beat cable town jack until me i turn the tables on you you
3: so that means that my me i taught your you you a negotiation trick
6: yes i suppose you did
3: wow after six years there's still room for growth in this friendship What why are you signing that you won
6: lemon I, mean, I wanted to know i could win i'm still going to take care of you
2: excuse me sirs Mr. Doneguy, do you remember the other day when you said there are other opportunities for me at the company? Of course. Well, I would like to discuss those opportunities with you further.
6: Because I am quitting the PAGE program.
3: But you have no other skills. He's
6: a white male with hair, Lemon. This guy's the, the lemon.
1: Those Not are, this week, though. No. <laughs> White men with hair are having their downfall. Well, some of them. Only a few.
0: And those with hair plugs are also suffering. Take that, Elon Musk.
1: I don't know. And maybe hair transplants, too. Is,
0: is it different than hair plugs?
1: Oh, I don't know. I feel like Is a hair plug something that's actually implanted in? Like, Isn't
0: hair plugs implanted in hair? What is a hair transplant? Is that a wig?
1: Well, I, no, <laughs> transplant, Implant, I guess. I guess, <laughs> Transplant. Well, I guess it has to be transplanted from somewhere. I meant to say implant, though. Anyway, is a hair plug the same thing? I thought, I guess, I, th- I was thinking hair plug was kind of like a toupee, but, like, is it actually. No, like- hair plugs
0: are, like, they're actually inserted. Okay,
1: so we're talking about the same thing then. Hair yeah. implants, okay.
0: Every time I think hair plugs, though, I think Arrested Development and Tobias getting his, um, his hair plugs. <laughs> And as, like it's it's a fun running gag because I think it's I think it's season three when that's occurring. It might be season two. I need to go back and watch my Arrested Development. It's been a while, but there's that moment where he's trying to comb it, and obviously because they're still coming in, they're not supposed to be really messed with, and he's just like combing. He just starts like, ah! <laughs> like screaming the entire time. Oh man, oh, I love that show. I need to rewatch it. Again. well three seasons of it. Anyway. Definitely no, I'm, it's. The 4th and 5th season do not... Or is it all 4th season? Because they split it. No, it's 4 and 5. Doesn't matter. Just only watch the first 3 seasons of that show. Um, But yeah, so... Kenneth is going to do well because he's a white man with hair. That's... Yikes. All the good that Jack did in this episode is almost immediately erased by that comment. So,
1: Well, you're not entirely wrong.
0: No, but still... Hopefully the land, land the landscape will change. I mean, he even does his first Kenneth
1: even does his first man power move, he takes Liz's whiskey because only you know, whiskey is for men, of course. So. it's
0: terrible. Anyway, uh, our outro. This is actually one
1: of the few outros recently that I've actually really liked. It's the, basically the the who's on first the ill going who's on first routine <laughs> that's referenced earlier where i think jenna is actually sticking to the script from what, what i can tell like it seems like he's the right lines yeah. but tracy is just improving whatever he feels like saying yeah.
0: it's, it's not a good who's on first but man it's it's remarkable how well who's on first holds up many years as removed as as it is from it like it's just it's so witty and genuinely funny every time that it's just like, I it's, it's the reason that it persists and it's the reason that misunderstandings are always funny is because it's just like, to, it's funny but at the same time on a serious level when I, when I hear misunderstandings, I'm just like, damn it, if one of you would just shut up and explain it a little bit more, none of this shit would happen. You could get to the bottom. But I also understand that for the comedy, the bit is that you don't understand and you're just... Base level, and it's just, but it's just, if that were happening in real life, I'd be upset. I'd be but so. But it's not in real life. I'd be so it's mad, a bit. be like, god damn it! If you could just elaborate more, we could get out of this stupid loop. But in comedy, I get it, and I laugh, and I'm funny, and I, I or I think it's funny. i funny. I'm funny, and I think it's hilarious. But in real life, god, that would just give me, oh my god, the most rage. I hate misunderstandings in real life.
1: Some people love misunderstandings, though I hear.
0: Is that reference to the cop? What are you referring to?
1: Nothing, because you say it as if as if misunderstandings are a thing that are not like universally just. Well, no,
0: but people people are a little bit more forgiving with mis- with I know. I was just making a joke where... because
1: but what you just said, they're like I don't like I hate misunderstandings. Like it's like that's something that's like. People, I mean, do people say... I love misunderstandings. Well, no, but anyway, I think... I was just Well, your joke again. Teasing.
0: Your jokes have not been good. I think they've been so,
1: fine. Yeah. I think your reception has been disappointing.
0: No, my reception's been honest. <laughs> <laughs> Final thoughts on Today You Are a Man. We didn't really talk bar mitzvahs. So.
1: Oh, I mean, I don't have any good bar mitzvah stories. I had two, that's the most interesting. How did you get
0: two bar mitzvahs? So...
1: I turned. So we moved from moved from Virginia to Oklahoma when I was twelve. Um, so basically, it was like we wanted to have one at the temple that I basically grew up with my whole life. And but also, we were in Oklahoma and we were in the congregation there. So like, I kind of not that I had to. It just makes, I mean, you know, we were in the community there, so mm-hmm. just had to. But I mean, there's really no good stories. So.
0: You Is it, like, a doctor? Like, if you change states, you have to have another... No, 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 right? no, 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 no,
1: no, no. it was just, like, no. I mean, it was more just... We definitely wanted to have it in the one I have where it's been, with, like, the, with the congregation that, like, I literally, like, grew up in. Okay. And then we had just moved there, and we have been there for about a year, so it's, like, we... I mean, I don't know. Like, it was... I mean, this was in Oklahoma, and it was a very small community, so it's, like, they don't... didn't have things like that often, I guess, you know oh. what I mean? So...
0: So for the community, it
1: was nice. Yeah. I mean, I got double the presents, so, you know.
0: But was it your choice, or did you want a second bar mitzvah, or was Uh, it like an urging of like your mom or dad saying like, yeah, we should do it? I
1: honestly don't remember. I mean, obviously I didn't mind having to, I guess. I don't know.
0: But did your family, like your extended family mind, sending you more presents? No, oh, sort of... no, no! I mean,
1: my family yeah. only sent presents for the for the, the one, one we had. When, oh, so the second one was more. Yeah, because like, like it was like course. it was yeah, so it was like one summer we flew back to uh-huh. okay. Virginia okay. for a couple weeks and.
0: And did your sister? Did... did your sister get two or did she only have no? Two?
1: She, uh, no, she had one. By the, that was the time that we were in Danville, uh, and we had been there had for been a good too. few years by that point. That's so. why she resents you all. She Probably. only got
0: one bat mitzvah. Yes. Now. M- Is it true that in the religious ideal, if you don't have a bar mitzvah, you're technically not considered a man? Nope. When you
1: turn 13, you are, Are yes, regardless of whether you actually actually have a ceremony. ceremony. Yeah. Because I mean, all, yeah, right. All the time now they have, for like older people, like, I mean, literally like people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, never had when they were a kid. Like they kind of do like a, a... you can do it years later and they kind of do like group things where it's like everyone participates. So to like catch up and it's like, you're not, it's not like you're then you're not considered a man or woman until you're having your makeup or mitzvah or bat mitzvah when you're like in your 50s. You like, you're automatically when you're 12 or 13, um, 12 for women, 13 for men. Okay. Um,
0: Cause there's an American dad episode where I know roll your eyes. It's okay. I didn't roll my now, eyes. <laughs> uh, where they, they're doing like an ocean's 11 heist to steal these gifts from this one Jewish kid He's a total dick, and he kind of deserves it. Um, but then it's revealed that one of the other characters that wasn't in on the heist gets blamed for it, and he's also Jewish, and they're around the same age, so he's just about to have his bar mitzvah, so they go before something called the Beit Din, which... They have like this little small trial that says like if you never go through your bar mitzvah, you're never allowed to be considered a man in the eyes of the community or in the eyes of the religion. Oh. But I guess that was just wrong. I mean, unless
1: I'm really mistaken, I'm pretty sure.
0: I mean, I I mean, obviously you're considered a man regardless. But right. I think I think they were saying in the terms of the religious, like how I, I'm not sure what sect they would be if they were uh, or if they were considered um Hasidic or anything like that. Because I know there's like different sects, like, um, what's the word? The O one. Um, Orthodox. Orthodox. Like, that's yeah. the more relaxed one. I
1: mean, I haven't observed Judaism in a religious capacity for at least 15 years. So, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure that's the case. Yeah.
0: Again, just pulling my knowledge from random TV shows is probably not a good idea. It's probably how a lot of people get in trouble. That's true. <laughs> Uh, any other thoughts on today you are a man before we say adieu
1: uh, no, like I said I mean at the beginning I think decent Yeah, episode with some good parts but not a huge standout
0: yeah no again I think the big takeaway is the character development for Jack and Kenneth and just where Kenneth's story is going to go and Jack still realizing he, he's unhappy in Cable Town because even though he's got like one of the cushiest jobs he's not challenging himself which is what he really wants
1: um, he should go to North Korea and save Avery that would be a challenge it would be a challenge.
0: Thanks. If he were still in the microwave division, he probably would head up a military... He could
1: use the mic. I'll do a callback to so my joke at the beginning. He could send some microwaves over to North Korea to spy in on Kim Jong-un.
0: Okay, I'm going to pause for laughter again. Hold on. Okay. It, didn't get a, it didn't get as good as a reaction as last time. It, <laughs> they saw it coming. It's pretty predictable. Well, as always, thank you for joining us on GoToThere. If you like what we're doing, rating, reviewing, all that fun stuff is going to be the best way to help us out. Otherwise, we will see you in next week's episode, episode 109, entitled, Oh, it's a two part, it's an hour long episode next week. So strap in. It's called, Hey Baby, What's Wrong? Wherein Liz and Chris test their relationship at IKEA. Jack and uh, his mother-in-law are attracted to each other. His mother-in-law, do you remember who she's played by? She was also on Last Man on Earth.
1: Mary Steenburgen. Mary
0: Steenburgen, you got it. Uh, And Kenneth is training, Hazel, and Jenna gets nervous before a big performance. That's a busy episode next week, so I'm looking
1: forward
4: to it. David, take us out.
1: See you next time.
4: Adam, we hear you're a Yankees fan. Tracy, aren't you a coach for the Yankees? You must know all the players. Oh, sure. Those
5: players have some crazy names, like Derek and Alex. Who's on first? Uh-oh, we're going to get confused.
4: The guy who plays first is who? No, thank you. I mean the fellow's name. Everybody. The guy on first. His wife's name is Don. What's the guy's name on first base?
5: No, what died in Vietnam? I'm not asking you who's on second. Let's just agree to disagree. Fourth, Fourth base! base.
1: Sounds like Tracy's missing someone.
0: He's missing me. Boy, you are dumb sometimes.